guys and welcome back to another episode of the secret life of Des. as always i am super duper excited to be here with you all and i missed y'all last week you know i had a hiccup last week um i did my first joint episode i don't want to call it an interview i want to call it a discussion i did my first joint discussion and the audio files when i went to edit they were horrible and i'm like i don't want to post this like we're gonna have to do this episode again so all week i've been like trying to get with that person and record that episode over but i just in the back of my mind i know it's not going to be organic and it's not going to be the same it's not going to be the same answers that we gave it's not going to be the same laughs we had it's not going to be the same stories that we told um so I'm just in my mind trying to figure out if I want to drop that um, episode. Um, so what happened is basically the function on the work with friend, the ooh, the record with friends function on the anchors app, it wouldn't work the day of the interview. Um, so we decided to do it, you know, a good old, good old school way. And the audio sounds like you, you ever interview in jail? <laughs> like they over the phone <laughs> that's what this interview sounds like well not an interview that's what this discussion sounds like so I'm just debating going back and forth with myself if I'm gonna drop it um next Wednesday when I drop this episode or what um so if you guys don't get it just know that it was because I want to put the best forward but if you guys do get it and it's not the best, you know, sound quality, just know your girl wanted you to hear this knowledge. I wanted to drop this flavor on y'all. So if I do post this, because I wanted to give y'all some flavor. And if I don't post it, it's because I want y'all to receive the best and not just no mediocre. This ain't no mediocre. What song is that? That's a song. It really is a song. <laughs> but um, anyways, um, today... I promised um, one of my listeners who was so gracious enough to send me a ton of questions and really make me think about what I'm doing and not just making sure that when I put out content that I elaborate on it. And I told her because she had so much thought out and so beautiful questions that I would definitely include them into the next episode I post. And this is going to be the next episode I post. So let's start off with a little reading. Um, what did she say? Sorry, I was a little late with my questions and I hope there aren't too many. But I absolutely, absolutely love your podcast. And what she did with her questions, and she she went by episode by episode. So I have three episodes, excuse me, I have three episodes up there, two real episodes, one intro episode. And I really like that she did that because it makes it very easy for me to answer them. Okay, here we go. Okay, um, hmm. let's see. She asked about the structure of my podcast and how do I get my ideas um so in all honesty I have a pink journal or a pink notebook that I had since I was in college and I never finished journaling and I just pulled that out of my trunk of things and um I just filled it with ideas I have so many ideas and so many things that I want to tell you guys and I want to structure it very I want to be very I I want to be structured but there is the possibility that I will not be structured (laughs) 
<laughs> of course. So I have a uh, notebook full of ideas, and I usually pick a subject at the end of the middle of the week. So I usually pick a subject on Monday, and throughout the week I'll journal about it. And then when I get ready to, you know, record my episode, I make sure that I highlight what I want to say. And I that's how I usually structure it. I have a topic that I want to talk about. And instead of, you know, using my knowledge, I do pull from other sources to make sure you guys have the most inclusive experience, I guess. Um, yeah. And she also about also asked about some of the keywords that I use, like um, power and transparency, power and walking in your truth, seasons of life, self awareness, and law of attraction. And she said, could these be potential potentially be a subject to touch on another episode? And girl, just wait on it, okay, honey. There is so much more coming, and I do want to make sure that I elaborate on these I- ideologies. Um, yeah, so. A lot of these subjects are subjects that I do have in my notebook, and I will elaborate on them. Just be patient. I know we are dropping episodes weekly. Um, and my idea is, is to have seasons of episodes, and I feel like this season's theme is definitely getting in touch with yourself and becoming self-awareness, be self, becoming self-aware. So this season, we all about self-awareness over here, and I will elaborate on some of them topics, honey, for sure, for sure, okay? Um, do you think the word ego has a sort of negative connotation attached to it? And I think, um, when I started my self-awareness, awareness journey, the word ego was definitely used in a net has, was shed a negative light. But I think for me too, like when I think of someone having, I think it all depends, let's rewind. I think when it comes to ego, because all an ego is is a person's sense of self right a sense of importance their self-esteem their their own concepts their own ideas but i think when we let our ego grow too big that's when it becomes negative right and i think that is the most when i use the word ego i think of someone having a huge ego someone having an ego where they can never be wrong or right so I think when I use the word ego I definitely use it in a negative light but the word ego definitely stems from positivity right because an ego is you know in your sense of self your self-identity your beliefs but if you let that thing run wild and you don't check yourself sometimes it can definitely be seen in a negative light she also goes into talking about episode one where I deal with um, being black in corporate America <laughs> and some of the things that I go through. So here we go. She says, I deal with basically the same problem being one of the, out of about five black employees. I feel your pain. How do you deal with that on a daily basis? I have people at work who won't look at me, who won't look me in my eyes, won't ask me questions won't take things I pass out to them, won't even acknowledge my existence. How do you deal with that? And I love this because I thought I was the only one that go- was going through this and so I ta- until I started talking to my boyfriend aunt about it. And she's like, uh-uh, girl, no. Mm-mm. They, that's how they act? Um, but in all honesty, 
it took me a while to deal with this. I mean, I remember I did not want to be at work. Like, I took a work from home position so I wouldn't have to deal with some of the stuff that I was dealing with. Um, I remember when I first got there, I would say hello, just me being me and, you know, being excited. You know, I'm I'm making money now. I'm excited to be here. And I would say hello and people wouldn't say it back. And at first, you know, I didn't take it personal. But after a while, I would see you say hello to someone else. I'm like, dang, you know, I say hello all the time. I just stopped speaking. And, you know, I just turned into someone that is not destiny. And, you know, I had to step out of that. I had to acknowledge like, hey, you cannot please everyone and that should not be your goal and you're black just because your blackness offends someone else does not mean it is your duty it is not my duty because my blackness offends you it's not my duty to make you comfortable so hey what did I do I started to be more confident for one I was became more confident in myself and became confident of like any place that I am any room I walk in any loaf of bread I touch it is perfectly designed for me and I am here because God has placed me here you know every place every door I enter I'm there because I am worthy to be there and just because someone else may not see my worth that does not deplenish my worth Um, so I think the biggest thing for me is knowing that I'm worthy of I'm worthy of being in all spaces that I occupy and being confident in myself and knowing that God has a plan for me and also not wanting to please anyone, right? Not even caring, right, when they do stuff like that. Like, yeah, I see it, but it's all good. Like, my spirit and my energy will not be disrupted by what someone else has going on. Um, So, yeah. Knowing those things, knowing that there is power within myself, Knowing that every place that I, every space that I occupy, I am supposed to occupy and I'm worthy of every space that I walk into. I think that definitely helped me realize that and not focus on that because it's going to happen. And just because it happens doesn't mean I'm worth less, if that makes sense. (laughs) And she goes also into um our third episode where I talk about faith and fear and how I talk and I also talk about how I was fearful to turn 25 and girl was I um so yeah she says I was the exact same I was in the exact same headspace turning 25 soon not being where I wanted to be in life the vision I had for my life and I had to learn that the one thing that really messes up messes you up is holding on to the vision to where you think you should be in life nothing works exactly according to plan like you said living in the future is dangerous focus focus on focusing on a goal and pushing for yourself to take the necessary steps to achieve that goal works is definitely good advice how do you go about trying to implement that concept in your daily life hmm I think for me, um, like I said, I was very fearful to turn 25. And you know, my birthday whew, is at the end of September. <laughs> As you can tell, that's something that I'm still struggling with. Um, but for me, I had to first notice where all this was coming from. Like, why am I so fearful? And I was so fearful to turn 25 
because I felt like I didn't have it all together. And I had to really seek counsel from my elders. I had to seek counsel from my aunties, my cousins, and just talk to them, you know, and just be around people who make you feel at home first, you know. And then also noticing that I was doing that, noticing that I was acting in fear and not out of the confident person that God created me to be. And then also I had to be intentional about where I placed my thoughts, right? Being, like I said, intentional is something that I, intentions is something that I'm working on. And that's going to come in a later episode about our intentions. But I think for me, implementing being courageous in all aspects of my life, I had to, one, realize that I was doing it and where it was coming from. And then also, once I realized that I was doing it right, okay, I know I'm doing this, but what action am I putting to changing this? My actions that I'm putting to changing the way that I feel about turning turning it up a notch um, by turning 25 is being intentional about where I place my thoughts. And that is, once I have those thoughts of fear, I acknowledge them, right? We feel our emotions. We let them ride, but we don't let them take control. So I acknowledge them. And then I'm intentional about switching that switch and also being right. Like I said, like you asked earlier about those seasons of life, realizing that every season brings a different flavor, a different spice to what you're going through in life. Yeah. So implementing those things, one, I acknowledge that I'm doing it and acknowledge that they're there and two, be intentional about where I place my thoughts, where I intentional about where I place myself right and then also accepting this season of life accepting this moment and not trying to rush off to the next thing and you know something I've really really been doing lately um there's another podcast I listen to soul fulfilling podcasts I love them they're based out of um Houston Texas I believe but it's three women and they are women of God and I really really appreciate them so soul fulfilling podcast and one of the episodes she talks about the desires of our hearts and I had to really and she she says she said I pray that my desires for my heart align with God's a lot desires for me because if we ain't on if me and God ain't on the same page I'm not getting nowhere so lately I've been very intentional about where I'm placing my thoughts and myself and then also in prayer I am asking for what I want because my life that God has for me is full of abundance and it's already laid out amen so I'm also asking that my desires in my heart align with the desires of the creator right because I know that the life that is, it's a life already written for me. But in some sense, some states of my life, I am not leaping to my full full potential. I'm not leaping into my destiny. So I think, yeah, being intentional, talking to our creator, taking it one step at a time, acknowledging when we are having those thoughts, accepting those thoughts. Letting them, you know, feel them, but not letting them take control of what we have going on. And I think that's how I've been implementing positivity into my life and implementing growing into this beautiful, beautiful woman who is destined for greatness. 
And shout out to my cousin China, because I remember when I graduated from high school, she put that on my card, y'all. She wrote, you are definitely, you are destined for greatness. And now, I don't know, eight, I don't want to tell my age, but girl, you know, eight years later, it is on my shoulder that I'm destined for greatness. So shout out to China for that. I don't think she even knows how much that saying has helped me through college. I would tell myself when I was going through a hard time, I am destined for greatness. This too shall pass. So, yeah, I'm loving these questions and I'm loving that she's explaining herself. She's not just asking. All right. Now, episode three, where I talk about uh, faith and fear. Oh, this is the same episode. Yay. Um, But yeah, here we go. It is funny because I'm going through the same fear at my job, preventing me from taking on a new project and presenting it. How do you get out of your own head and push yourself to overcome that fear? Um, I think that goes back to me being the own only black woman or not the only black woman, one of the youngest black women in my job. Knowing that wherever, whatever space I occupy, I'm worthy to be in that space, that that space was designed perfectly for me. Favor ain't fair. I just tell myself that if I want something, it's not going to be given to me. And that's apparent because nothing that I have was given to me. I say this all the time. Everything I have, I work for and I appreciate now. And that's part of me. When I wake up, I appreciate the littlest things. So, yeah, knowing that. You are powerful. All, the, all you need is yourself. Not all the time. Sometimes we need some people. But all you need to know is the power that you have in within is the most powerful power that you have. The most beautiful magic that you have is yourself, is being yourself and accepting yourself and being confident in yourself. Um, that's definitely how I push past my fears is just being confident, right? Fear is nothing but, I think fear is living in the past or in the future again, you know, because you're worried about the what if, like what's going to happen if I do this? What if they don't like it? What if I mess up? That's a what if that you shouldn't focus on. Focus on what the what is. I am powerful. I am beautiful. I am strong. I have this education behind me. I can elaborate my thoughts very well. And even if I speak a little Ebonics, that is okay too because I am me. So I think being, if you want to step up and make presentations happen at your jobs, at your place of work, remember the power that you have within. Your confidence, your beauty, your strong I'm telling you, the energy a black woman possesses when she walks in a room, that's enough. You command attention without even commanding it. I think being confident, being powerful in yourself is how I handle my fears of presenting. Because I've been presenting a lot almost every week at work lately, and I'm loving it. Because God is putting me in spaces that no one thought I belonged in, okay? (laughs) All right. Um, next question. You mentioned how people view as always put together and prepared. <laughs> Do you feel you can you come off as always put together and having a handle on everything, almost like a fake it till you make it situation? And would you consider that to be more of a positive thing or a negative? I also said this in my last episode. Yes, um, I have always been told that I look like I'm put together. 
And no, I do not have it put together. But I am thankful that I do not look like what I'm going through. And that's what I equate that to. Like, I'm strong. I am a strong woman in every aspect of the world. Word strong. Um, So I think that strength is what, you know, that strength, that backbone is what allows me to handle situations better than some people can. And also my empathetic spirit. I have walked with some of the people I have walked with people who haven't had nothing and I have not had a lot in my lifetime growing up so I think that definitely helps me and I think it's definitely a positive thing like I said it it's the strength that I have that I didn't know I had um and I love the saying fake it till you make it Um, A lot of people use that with material things, but I think my best friend would always say, girl, fake it till you make it. If you're not as confident on one day, fake it till you make it. Act like you are. Walk like you are. Sing like you are, you know? So I think definitely fake it till you make it. If you ain't got it today, you may have it tomorrow just from telling yourself you had it today, right? So if we tell ourselves... I. I always tell myself, peace is everywhere I am. Because I have been in some places where peace did not dwell. But because I told myself that I was able to have internal peace. And I think for me, knowing the power of manifestation, it's also helped me continue on that path. And I also think about the women that have been in my life they're strong. I have never seen nothing but strength from my mom to my aunties to my grandma. Even the men in my life, they exude strength and power. So I think that's always something that I've seen. So that's all that I know. Um, But the term fake it till you make it is a beautiful term if you, because some days you don't got it and some days you need it more. So just tell yourself you have it, and you'll have it, Ashe. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely think me being viewed or me always looking like I have it together is a positive more than a negative because that just lets me know how strong and how capable I am to take on any challenge. <laughs> All right, and this is the last one that she had for me. She said, she says, coming from a place of understanding and trying to find the good in everything is something I do try to do every day. I've always been a pretty optimistic person, but even then it can be tough. What do you do or how do you come from a place of understanding and goodness when you're not feeling so good yourself? Um, And I love that because. Like I I said in one of the the beginning, I think the first, the episode zero, I talked about how I wasn't being the best destiny, right? And through this podcast, I wanted to become the best me again. Because I felt like I was at one point, I think when I was probably graduating from college, starting teaching, I felt like the best destiny ever. Like I was in great shape. I my hair was long and curly and I was just in love with who I was in every space I walked in. I was smiling brighter, standing up straighter, sitting up straight straighter. And then something happened and 
I didn't feel like the best destiny anymore. And I noticed myself having the not the best conversations. I was gossiping. I was judging. I was reacting on everything. And I was, I was mean. I was not the best destiny I knew I could be. And that's something I'm working on is when I'm not feeling so good, how do I put goodness out? Um, But something that I do, and I guess your question is, how do you be understanding? And I think for me, the first part of understanding, I think, is just really being empathetic, pulling from your own struggle, pulling from your own moments when you were misunderstood and how did that make you feel, right? Pulling from past experiences. I feel like past mistakes are the best teachers because I know there's been time where I've been misunderstood. Girl, it was a time recently when I did something I should never did. And I had a few people, you know, upset with me. Um, and I think when I'm faced with situations about when, where there's people who are not acting their best selves, I have to take a step back and think of my past and times when I weren't, I wasn't understood and how I felt. And all I wanted to do in that moment is be understood. Or also think about at the end of the day, like I know me personally, I can offend some people. I can be an a-hole sometimes, but that's never my intention to be an a-hole. Think about people's intentions. And also, I want to pause and say this. Remember, everybody ain't true. Everybody ain't going to give the same love you give. And that is okay in our world today. But think about the, the people you're faced with in your everyday life from family and friends. You know their intentions. You know their heart. And one day they might mess up. But that does not mean that's who they are. So being empathetic and pulling from past uh, mishaps is one way. And then also, I think as of lately, I've been trying to listen more, y'all. I have a voice and I can talk. If I'm comfortable with you, we can have the best conversation ever. But I've been trying to listen more. Listen to what people are saying to you. Just listen. And listen from a place of love, right? And not out of... Listen from a place of love, for sure. And then also remembering that the people you encounter from, you know, at your job, remember that everybody has a life. Everybody has something going on in their life. Um, I work with um, patients who have, like, cancer or patients who have, like, a multiple sclerosis so they can't walk. Um And I just have to be mindful that they're going through a hard time. They're scared. They have all this going on. So remember that you only know about 5% of what somebody else is going through, right? The other 95% of what they're showing can be chaotic. So remembering that everybody has something going on. So it's important to be gentle with people. And um, as I'm saying this, I'm ministering to myself, um, for sure um yeah (laughs) remember that everyone has a life and you only know about five percent of what's going on and before you respond just take a deep breath take a breath I've been doing this thing um it's five five deep breaths and it can definitely calm you down before anything and I've been doing that before 
you know, just I've been doing that. I've been intentional about doing that. So before you respond um, to anything or to anyone, think about your past experiences and how you were felt, how you felt in that moment, not being understood or not being perceived as something that you are not. And then also being empathetic along with that and listening listening to what someone is telling you don't try to get your point across all the time just listen listen linda listen okay listen that was a horrible accident accent (laughs) and then also remembering that we only know about 90 we only know about five percent of what somebody else is going through and that other 95 can be chaotic and to be gentle with people. So I think those are some ways that I have been trying to be understanding. And trust me, destiny has not always been understanding. Destiny has been quick to roll eyes, quick to um, tell somebody off and not. I have been quick to tell somebody off or tell somebody how I feel. And be like, that's it. Like, conversation done. Um, but yeah, those are some ways that I have been implementing being understanding and also I think everything just comes with time like we learn all these things but we learn all these things but without practice you won't use them and then the the practice are the most time we grow like we're soaking up all these knowledge we're reading all these books but we really don't grow until we use them until we're confronted with a situation and we're just y'all know how little Kim be doing that little thing where she'd be rocking to the side or how in Spongebob where they got that when you we don't really grow until you're confronted with these things and we implement what we've been soaking up and yeah so it takes time it takes growth and the next time you're faced with someone who may hasn't someone who may have not been the best person and instead of reacting listen to what they're saying come from a place of empathy and remember that we only know about 95 we only know about five percent of what somebody else is going through right and then you react take your deep breath and then you react and it ain't nothing with it's nothing wrong also i feel like there's nothing wrong with letting somebody know like hey you know what you did was not okay and that's okay too but make sure when you do it you come from a place of love and not out of ego right I think that's a a big one and I do want to say thank you so much for these questions and I love the way that you put your story in there and then you also ask your question um keep sending me questions girl I really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, I love questions. I love learning because through these questions, it challenged me to really open up about some of the ideas that I had. Like, yeah, I can say an idea, but if you're not elaborating on it, the people are not getting, getting the most out of it. Definitely thank you for that. And I want to challenge us this week to lead from understand to lead from a place of understanding, to be empathetic in the reactions that we give, to always remember that we only know about 5% of what someone else is going on. 
someone else has going on in their life. And the other 95% could be a load. Um, So I challenge us to be understanding this week. And I'll let you guys know um, next week some of the ways that I have been understanding in this week. But with that, I want you to remember to only take away the good. And I'll see y'all next week. Peace, love, and so glow. (laughs) Thank you.